What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite time of year. New Year's is my favorite holiday of all time. I am obsessed. And I think that if you are really into personal development, then you probably really New Year's too, because I am such a junkie when it comes to reflection and planning and creation and mapping out and goal setting and all those things. But here's the thing. New Year's planning and New Year's strategy, can it can get really confusing and there can be a lot of analysis paralysis because there's so many different ways to do it. There's resolutions, there's goal settings. And I have been doing a New Year's planning strategy for years and years now, really perfecting my strategy by learning from different people who have done really great planning strategies, implementing it, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And over the years, I've put together a blueprint that has worked the best for me. And the cool thing about this blueprint is I don't set any New Year's resolutions. And it's really actionable. It is not guaranteed to create your best year yet because we have no idea what's going to happen throughout the year. We don't know. We don't necessarily have a lot of control over what happens to us throughout the year. However, the blueprint that I create each year helps me get unbelievably intentional so that I can take action towards the things that I want to create. It's a three-part system, and it is broken up into reflection, decision, and connection. And there's all kinds of strategies and journal prompts within my three-part blueprint that I have found works phenomenally when it comes to getting super intentional about what you want to create in the year, not just from like random goals that you have in your mind that you want to create, but actually from a result of reflecting on what you learned the year before. So this New Year's blueprint has actually helped me create a ton of things in my life. And I taught the Best Year Blueprint on a free masterclass. If you're listening to this, there is a really good chance that you were there with us and you joined us on the free masterclass where I taught the Best Year Blueprint. But if you haven't, there's a link in the show notes where you can go and grab the free PDF of the exact journal prompt that I'm gonna share with you today on the podcast and also videos, free mini course where I walk through it as well. So you're going to have all the goodies, especially if you're listening to this right now, because what I'm about to do is share with you the replay of the Best Year Blueprint Masterclass that we did. So what you're about to hear is a masterclass of me going through my exact Best Year Blueprint strategy. So envision that uh, we're all together in the masterclass and you are getting a sneak peek at exactly what went down just in case you missed it. And if you were there, it's always good to freshen up. So you will have everything that you need to map out the most powerful year yet to get super intentional so you can create the results that you want and you can become the person that you know you're meant to be. And this is where I love, love, love to tap into you 2.0. Who is that person and how do we get a little bit closer to becoming that version of ourselves? So without further ado, here it is, the Best Year Blueprint Masterclass. All right. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. I know I'm not the only person that says that, but I love that phrase so much. I'm so excited about today. Today's just going to be super fun. This is my favorite time of year ever. First of all, it kind of wraps into my birthday. My birthday is on December 28th. So New Year is my birthday. It's all just like that fresh whirl around the sun. And I, I love reflecting. I love planning. I, I love getting really intentional. It, this is my jam. This is my favorite thing. And I decided to bring you all in and let's all do it together. I've been doing this and I've been taking things away, adding things in. And what I'm about to show you is what I do now. And maybe it'll change and evolve next year. And maybe it'll change and evolve the year after that. I don't know. Uh, as I learn more and as I see what works and what doesn't, which this has worked very well for me, uh, I add things, I take things away, and this is what I'm currently doing. And y'all know if you've been following me at all for at any, any, any length of time, you'll probably know this to be true about me, is that I usually am only teaching things that I'm actually doing in my life. 
I would say 99.9% of the time. Maybe I'll teach something that I heard and I want everybody to try it along with me, but usually it's stuff that I know works. I know this works. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to go through the best year blueprint. I'm going to walk you through it so that you guys have it. I want you to do this on your own time. It's very important that you don't just do this in an hour. I never do my best year blueprint in one day. I actually spread it all out and I do it in the mornings leading up to the new year. Sometimes it takes me a week to do it. Sometimes it takes me three days to do it. Sometimes it takes me two weeks. But I really think about the different prompts and I allow myself to marinate in them. I allow myself to do wonder walks thinking about them. I allow myself to just be in the shower thinking about them and my workout thinking about them. And I might not know what the answer is to one of my prompts until one morning randomly and then I write it out. So it's okay for this to evolve. It's okay for you to marinate in it. It's also okay and very fun for you to get friends and family involved with you to do it with you. Maybe your kids, maybe your partner, maybe your spouse, maybe your business partners, maybe your mastermind pod members, you can all do it together. Or maybe it's a private thing that you just like to do with yourself and you don't want to show it to anybody. And that is okay too. This is for you. And it's very intentional. We're not going to be making any New Year's resolutions. Unless you feel like you want to, but I find that those usually don't work. Again, I'm going to be sharing with you what has worked for me. So I'm going to walk you through the best year blueprint today. I'm going to take you through the reasons why I do these things, how you can do it the way that I found that works the best for me, and what to keep in mind when you're doing these journal prompts, when you're doing these writing exercises, why all of the things I've put into place, I put them into place. And then I'm going to take you through a lot of the stuff that has happened as a result of this best year blueprint to prove to you that it works and show you some of the nuance to this. And I think that's really important to know that some of your stuff doesn't happen overnight, but it's about the persistence, the consistency, sticking with it and knowing that you might not know the entire answer to what it is that you want, how to get there, or even really what it is that you want, what it actually looks like until it happens. And it might not happen this year, but you might put things into place this year that leads you to getting to that thing three years from now. And I have a lot of different examples of how I can show you how this actually works. We're going to do those things. I'm going to walk you through Best Year Blueprint, the actual three parts to the strategy. We're not going to do it together. I'm just going to take you through it. I want you to do it on your own time. Then we're going to go through a lot of the weird, crazy ways that it worked for me. Take it or leave it. Hopefully it inspires you to do it. I want you guys to try this. So I'm going to show you the ways that it's worked. And I'm only going to show you a few of the ways that it worked because it's also worked in a lot of ways that I'm not going to be showing that are just personal and private to me. And there are ways that it actually didn't work as well. And that's really important to note. And I'll talk about those as we go through it. Let's do this. Let's go. Happy New Year, my beautiful friends. First of all, I'm so unbelievably grateful that you're here. I'm unbelievably grateful to go on this journey of 2024 with you all. I have a feeling it's going to be an absolutely fantastic year. And today we're going to get really intentional. Now, I'm not going to promise you that you're going to have the best year of your life. I'm not. I can't promise you that. I can't promise you anything because I don't know what happens in life. But I can promise you that with this blueprint, we're going to get super intentional together to set a mindset. We're going to learn from what we did this last year in 2023, and we're going to put it into action in 2024. And we're going to actually start to see the things that we want. And the key, of course, to creating everything that you want is taking action. And this best year blueprint is what helps me. It's a great tool for me to keep everything that I want front of mind, top of mind, everything that I've learned top of mind, and how to connect the dots to remind myself that I've always got my own back throughout the year. And it helps me to take action. This is another one of those tools in my tool belt that helps me do the things I'm afraid to do. This is not magical. It might seem that way when I share with you some of the things that I was able to manifest, but please note, and I'm going to say this again and again, the things that I've created were not because I visualized them and they magically appeared. The things that I've created in my life and the things that I've seen our clients and our mastermind members create in their life is always because of an action step that they took. They use tools like this, visualization, journaling, future setting, all of those things that we're going to talk about today in order to make the action steps a lot easier. Here we go. So this is the best year blueprint. We're going to go through it first. I'm going to take you through the steps so that when you go and you do it on your own, you can be an expert. And if you've already done it and you're like, wow, Jen just said something that really lit a fire under me, go do it again. Honestly, again, I'm going to say it. There's no right or wrong way to do this is for you. This is fun. And I want it to be as powerful as it possibly can be. This is what I do 
to have the best year ever. And when I say the best year ever, it means the most intentional year ever. It means to learn as much as I can. It means to grow as much as I can. It doesn't mean that nothing bad's going to happen this year. I don't know. I couldn't have expected a lot of the things that happened this past year that weren't the best. But all of those things, because I mapped my year out and because I was very intentional and because I really celebrated the things that I learned the year before and really took those lessons with me, I was more equipped to deal with those things. We're going to be as intentional as we possibly can to create everything that we desire this year and beyond. This is not something that I created yesterday. This is something that I've been doing for a long time, and I've made it as simple as possible. There are a lot of New Year's planning strategies. I've learned all of them, not maybe not all of them, but many of them, and I've taken some things that work from some of them, and I've thrown away the others, and I've really figured out something that's worked really great for me to be a really powerful but simple way to reflect on the past year, think about what I've learned, create the things that I want to create, make a decision on what I'm going for, and then connect the dots by connecting with my future self and my past self. So these are literally my journals. This is what I've been doing for the past week. Yes. Okay. So part one of the best year blueprint is reflection. We cannot create what we want with intentionality and wisdom without reflecting on what we've learned from what happened last year. I am obsessed with growth and you can't be like growing unless you're learning from all of the things that went right, all of the things that went wrong, all of the things that you're celebrating, all of the things that you're like, crap, I shouldn't have done that. How can I do that better next time? So we're going to reflect on 2023. All right. Step two or part two is decision. Part two is about making a choice. It's about making a decision about what you're going to create, the person that you're going to be, the things that you want to let go of, the things that you want to move forward into. I love the word decision because it's not like a goal I'm setting. It's not like something that I'm thinking about or praying for or manifestation. It is a decision. We're making a decision to be the person that we will be proud of at the end of each night in 2020. And then part three is connection. This is where I connect the dots. And you might, yes, connection. I'm obsessed with connection with connecting with each other, but this is connecting with you. It's connecting with future you and connecting with present you, connecting the dots so that you can really have a conversation with your future self and give you the advice that you would need from the greatest coach in the world, which is actually you, in order to get to where you're going. All right. So let's dive into part one, which is reflection. So here are the prompts that I use in my journals when I start the reflection portion. Again, I do not do this all in one day. I don't do it all in one sitting. If that works for you, fantastic, but I don't. I did the beginning of my reflection this morning, and I think I only got like halfway through the first prompt. And that's okay, because we have plenty of time, okay? So I love this quote from Steve Jobs. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it's made all the difference in my life. I love learning from the dots that came before the place that I'm at. Because when I'm planning things out, I can never understand how they're going to connect. I don't know. But when I look backwards and I look at what I've learned from all of the things that happened, all the things that didn't happen, all the mistakes I made, all the failures, all the connections I made, all the wins that I had, all the badass moments, that's how I learn for to what I want to create in the years to come. That's how, by connecting those backwards dots. So here are some of your prompts for reflection. First of all, my 2023 wins and highlights. So many of you have done a badass list. If you read Be Seen, it's chapter four. You're going to do your ultimate badass list for 2023. And you guys, my badass lists for these 2020, for these year-long reflections are like pages and pages. And if you can't remember all of your badass moments, a hack that I use is I go into my photos in my phone because now we take photos of everything. So I'll go back through the year because you can look at the past year if you have an iPhone. I don't know. Androids, you probably can do something similar. And you can look at all of the photos throughout the year. And I'll start in January and I'll move all the way down and I'll watch all the photos. And it'll remind me of all of the wonderful badass moments that I've had throughout the year, the things that I'm the most proud of and really celebrating them. Write them all down, every little one, every big one, even if it was like, oh my God, I remember that one time that I really didn't want to go to that party and I went. And because of that, I made an amazing connection. Oh my gosh. Celebrate that because that's going to give you clues as to what you want to create in the next year. This is all so important. And the more that you celebrate your wins, 
the more it feels good to win. So the more you subconsciously want to win. So let's celebrate the crap out of everything you've done in 2023. Next up, my 2023 gratitude. Now, this is a little different from wins and highlights, but you could still be grateful for some of the wins and highlights. But I really want you to drop into all of the things that you have to be grateful for in 2023. Now, there are some things in my gratitude list for my year that's the same every year, right? Like I've had gratitude for my husband, Chris, for the past six years. (laughs) He's on the list. But this year, I'm specifically grateful for Chris because of these things that like he grew into this and we did this together. I'm so grateful we had this opportunity together. And I'm so grateful for this moment that we had together where we had this one conversation. Get really detailed. What are you grateful for in 2023? All right, that's your next prompt. Then here's where we get really self-reflective and we really zone in on how we can be better. The ways that I limited myself in 2023. Again, no one needs to read this except you. Get very self-aware. How did you limit yourself? I know exactly how I limited myself in 2023. And I, that's why one of, my, one of my decisions this year is very important to me that it's, I'm not scrolling anymore. I know that I limited myself by scrolling social media way too much, just mindlessly scrolling. That's just one example. But what are some ways that you know you limited yourself? If you are a coach and you were coaching yourself and you were looking at yourself from the outside looking in and it wasn't you, how would you say that you limited yourself? Yeah, you know, you know what to be true and get real with yourself and allow yourself to write that down. It's no one needs to read it, but you. Yeah. Okay. Next, the most important lessons I learned in 2023. I put this one after I limited myself because I often learn lessons just from writing down the ways that I limited myself. So I get some lessons during this reflection portion of my best year blueprint. Because I find out the ways that I limited myself. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I just learned a huge lesson. I limited myself by scrolling social media way too much. And one of the most important lessons that I learned is the more that I spend time scrolling and comparing myself to other people, the more I'm holding myself back from being present in the moment and creating the things that I want to create and the more time I'm wasting. There's a lesson, boom. But there are so many lessons that I've learned in 2023. I mean, I can't even list them all. There are so many. So it's going to take me a couple of days to really think them through. That's why I wanted to go through this together. And then you can take a nice, a good chunk of time really sitting with it. And don't even write it down until you've really thought it through. All right. So then we're going to go into part two, which is making a decision. Y'all know that I'm big on making fast decisions. I just posted a reel with Steve Jobs talking about how Amazon, he wants Amazon to be the most decisive company in the world. I think that they are. The key to being a good leader, I believe, one of the keys, there's many keys, but one of the keys is to be able to make fast decisions, empowered decisions. And whether they're the right or the wrong decision doesn't matter. Make a decision and an outcome will happen, whether that's the outcome you desire or an outcome that you needed in order to become the person that you're becoming. So decision, let's dive into it. Number two. My 2024 wins and highlights. So right now we're writing a future badass list. So we're thinking about 2024. The year has passed. And now we're doing our best year blueprint for 2024 instead. And we're writing down our wins and highlights. We're deciding what some of these wins and highlights were. Now, this can be anything for you. I would steer clear from saying things like, I posted three times a day, every day, the whole year. I would steer clear of those. The only reason I'm telling you to steer clear of goals like that, like I read, six books every quarter. I would steer clear of those um, because it's an, because I, I think it's very easy to fail at those things. That's like making a New Year's resolution or like I'm so, my win and highlight was that I lost 20 pounds, things like that. I've done those before, but it often feels if I slip up in the beginning and I know that I'm not going to get that win or that highlight for the next year or that badass moment because of something happening then I tend to just lose my commitment to all of my other things. So I would go way, way more macro with this, with wins and highlights. So not as specific. The specifics will fall into place as you move through your year. But I would suggest from my experience doing this is making your wins and highlights very macro. And I'll give you examples of what I've done in the past that have really worked for me. I have made some specific ones that ended up happening but I, they didn't happen in a way that I thought they were going to happen. That's why if I went too micro and I was too in the detail of how the thing was going to happen, it probably wouldn't have happened because I wouldn't have been open to the other opportunities that would get me towards that thing. 
You understand what I'm saying? Are you guys following? So more big macro wins and highlights. Yes. Okay, great. All right. My 2024 gratitude. What are the things? So we're making a future gratitude list here. What are the things you're most grateful for in 2024? I'm so grateful that I felt so much joy. I laughed so much in 2024. I I just, I felt so free and easy, right? And when you're doing this, think about all of the lessons that you learned in your reflection portion. It's very important that you take your reflection portion and you use it to make your decision portion. I hope that you guys are following. It it is very important that you do the reflection part first because that's going to help you make these decisions. If you said, I, what you, something you're letting go of is scrolling social media. I would say, I'm so grateful that in 2024, I totally did not scroll. Or every time I went to scroll, I said, I don't scroll and I put my phone down. I'm just giving you an example for me of one of the things that I'm doing. And, or I'm so grateful that I felt so, I I lessened my comparisonitis this year. I felt so proud of myself and my self-worth grew. And I felt more productive because I spent less time scrolling. Things like that. Get really detailed and make it as a, make it part of your reflection that goes into your gratitude. Amazing. Okay, in 2024, I experienced. What are some of the things that you desire to experience? This could be anything. Again, there's no right or wrong way to do this. The first thing that comes to your mind is the thing that you should write down. I'm just making suggestions from doing this so many times of things that I know of ways to do this that will make it the most powerful for you. But what are some of the things that you want to experience? In 2024, I felt. What are some feelings that you want to feel in 2024? Let's tap in. Let's see. What do we want to feel? I felt, I felt giddy. I love that one. I felt uh, anticipation. I love the feeling of anticipation. Uh, anticipating something good. I felt excitement. I felt abundant. I felt free. I felt flexible. That's one for me. I know that I'm a control freak and I tend to get very graspy on things. So for me, I think one of mine is going to be like, I felt flexible. I felt easygoing. I felt like I was letting go of control. Those are types of things that I'm going to be writing down. Resilient, strong and in control. Interesting, undistracted, in love, empowered. Okay. In 2024, this is a big one. I let go up. Again, this comes from your reflection portion. What held you back in 2023? What held you back? What held you back in 2023 that you need to let go of in 2024? In 2024, I let go of my codependent behaviors. I like, I'm just giving you examples of me for me what's coming up the top of my head. I let go of scrolling social media. I let go of the need to be completely in control of everything. I let go of needing to know my plans so far in advance. These are some of the things that I know that I need to let go of. I let go of non-intentional responses or reactivity instead of intentional responses, like things like that, things that I know that I can improve on is the things that I'm going to let go of in 2024. This is, this can help your process. Like, I don't want you guys to do it right now, but if you start to think about them, that's even what I'm doing. Like I'm thinking about it as I talk to you about it. It's helping me get really clear for when I write it down. Self-doubt, negativity, amazing. You love that I'm really, I'm just being real. I'm just sharing with you guys. If I'm expecting you guys to do this, I need to do it too. I need to share with you a few things. I'm not going to share with you everything, but I'll share with you a few things. All right. Number three, connection. This is the part where we connect our future self to ourself today. Now, these are letters that I write to myself, and I've been doing this for quite some time now, and it is so much fun, and it's so powerful. The first letter that I'm going to teach you to write to yourself is more fun, and the second one is more powerful uh, of a tool to use, okay? So let's go for the first fun one, uh, and I'm going to share with you some examples as well. So you're going to write a letter to your future self. Now, this is thinking about you a year from now. So let's we're going to think about each other. We're all together again at Best Year Blueprint 2024 at the end of the year. We're, we're blueprinting out 2025. And you're going to open this letter for yourself. It's going to be in an envelope that you're going to seal up and you're not going to open it until the next year. And you're going to celebrate the crap out of yourself for everything that you created, for everything that you let go of for everything that you learned, for everything that you accomplished, for all of the feelings that you experienced, all the gratitude that you had, you're going to read a letter from your past self in the future that's congratulating you for everything. This just helps you to connect with your future self. 
it really helps you to tap into also the things that you desire when you allow yourself to write a letter to yourself, celebrating yourself for all the things that you did. You might surprise yourself for some of the things you're celebrating yourself for, right? So here's an example. This is an example. Yours can be whatever you want it to be. You can write absolutely anything. I'm just giving you an example, okay? Dear me, I'm so proud of you for, insert whatever you're proud of yourself for. You exceeded your own expectations and showed up even more than you ever thought you could. Don't ever forget, this is what works. You are amazing. You are worthy. When you show up this way, it works in this way. Whatever you want to say to yourself when you have this celebration with yourself on New Year's, opening this letter, share it here. I know you are celebrating the most successful year yet, and I'm so proud of you. You did it. Happy New Year. Now, this is just an example. Please feel free to write whatever it is that you want that's on your heart when you're talking to your future self. Cool? All right. And this is really fun. And then the rule is you seal it up in an envelope. Don't lose it. I've lost my letters before and it's never fun. That's such a bummer when you lose it. So put it somewhere really safe and say on the envelope, do not open until December 31st, 2024 and seal it and put it away somewhere really safe and open it on New Year's next year. Okay. Next one. You're going to write, this is a really powerful exercise and I have my mastermind members do this a lot. Write a letter to your present self from your future self. So here's where we're going to travel through time and you're going to go envision that you are that person that has created everything that you want to create this year. You've come out the other side of this year, a better, more improved version of yourself. I don't want to say better. Actually, I'm going to take that back, but just a more evolved version of yourself. You're going to be more like Kathy 2.0, Suzanne 2.0. You're going to have known more, accomplished more, felt more, experienced more, all the things that you desired. And I want you to be that person and write a letter to yourself today. What advice would future you give you today in order to get closer to that future version of yourself? This is going to be a letter that you read to yourself every day of the year. This is one of the commitments that I make is I read the letter that I wrote to myself all the time. I don't read it every day. I should whenever I read it, I feel on top of the world, but I read it often, especially when I'm feeling stuffed. Because really, the best coach in the world is our future self. We know what we need. We know the advice that we need. We know the things that we need to do, but we often don't do them. We're really great at giving advice to other people, but we're not the best at giving advice to ourselves. So I want you to give advice to yourself in this letter from future you, okay? So here's an example of that. Dear me, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Do not forget that each day is a new chance to make decisions that will make me, future you, proud and successful. I know that you want to and remind yourself of your goals. I know that you want to experience financial and time freedom. I know that you want to travel more this year. I know that you want to become, you know, unbelievably successful as a coach or as a leader, whatever it is for you. And then what can you do today that will bring you closer to achieving that? Don't forget to, and then give yourself some advice. Don't forget to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. Don't forget to put yourself in the room, even if you're scared to be there. Don't forget that you are totally worthy of doing that hard thing that you don't feel maybe necessarily worthy of right now. You've got this. Don't forget to get outside your comfort zone today. Don't forget to stick with the commitments that you make with yourself. All the things that you would tell a good friend, tell yourself, I love you and I'm always here for you. We've got this. That's right. This is a letter that's going to stay in your journal or you're going to print it out or you're going to put it in your phone somewhere that you always have it with you and you're going to read it every morning or you're going to just put it somewhere that when you need it, you pull it out and you read it and you get that advice from your future self. This will remind you of all of the things that you created leading up until the end of the year. And hopefully when you get to the end of the year, you're going to read this letter again and you're going to be like, wow, I totally met this person. I became this person that was writing to me a year ago. It's going to be so freaking cool. It's so dope. It's so much fun. So here are our letters. I wanted to give you guys some examples. I told you I would take you through, through some examples of my life of when the Bester Blueprint really worked for me. I'll also share with you some moments. I don't have my journals here with me, but they're in the other room, but moments when it just didn't. And maybe some of the things that I wrote down five years ago didn't happen the year that I said that I wanted it to happen, but it happened five years later or four years later or three years later. And that's a really important thing to remember that sometimes we're writing things down that might not happen that year, but you may plant the seeds that year for that thing to happen. And that absolutely happened to me. 
All right. So here's me and Chris writing our letters. We open them and we read them to each other. That was a tradition that we started when we first met. And I'll tell you that story in a second. Okay. But before we get into that, I always do a word of the year. Now, this is not my concept at all. A lot of people do this. But the first time I ever did it, it really changed my life. So every year I pick a word or a theme of the year. If anyone did this last year, want to drop in your word of the year last year in the chat for me, drop your word of the year. I'd love to hear what your words of the year were. It's like a theme, just in case you don't know what this is. It's one word that it would encompass after you've done your reflection and your decision and your connection. What is the, what is the theme? What's the overarching theme of the thing that you really want to create this year specifically? Vulnerability, grit, consistency, bold, discipline. These are beautiful. Resilience. Oh my gosh. Self-growth, faith, energetic. Okay. Mine, you guys want to know what mine was for 2023? Mine was two words, actually. It was let go. Let go. Let go. That was mine. So that was mine for 2023. But let me tell you a few stories of the word of the year. And by the way, your word of the year should kind of make you want to throw up a little bit meaning it should make you a little bit nervous. It's something that stretches you a little bit, something that you need. So for me, letting go this year, not hanging on, not trying to control, not trying to manipulate was really hard for me. And it was something that I realized during my reflection that I needed to do badly in order to move towards the decisions that I had made. So I made my word let go. My word of 2017, so this is very interesting. This was the first year that I did a word of the year. And I remember I, this was the first year I became successful in a business as an entrepreneur. I had built a very successful personal training company and, and coaching business and I was successful and I was unbelievably lonely because something that they don't tell you about entrepreneurship when you start being an entrepreneur is that it can be unbelievably isolating. And I knew that if I picked a word of the year, it had to be a word that made me feel a little nervous. And so I decided that the thing that I needed the most as an introvert that doesn't love connecting was connection. Connection. I needed connection. So I went through the, the year, 2017, looking for opportunities for connection. I went to events. I lifted my head up when I walked down the streets of New York City and looked at people and smiled at people. I signed up for different classes. I had, I signed up for masterminds. I was in different entrepreneurial groups. And it, this was not something I really wanted to do. It was something that I knew that I had to do. And I made my theme connection. So I took every opportunity to connect. And I had this big piece of paper on my wall that said connection, really big. And I would just look at that every single day. And I actually, it took me to joining this gym that I had gotten fired from years prior. So I, when I first started my personal training, I guess you would say it wasn't a business at that time. It was just my job. I was training at this really fancy gym in Manhattan, and I started becoming an entrepreneur and taking the clients out of the gym and training them outside the gym and getting paid all the money, which is a big no, by the way. I didn't know it was a big no, but it was a big no. And they fired me and they said that I could never come back to that gym ever again. So during my year of connection, I actually ended up walking past that gym and I realized that gym had been acquired by a different company. So I realized that I could now go to this gym because it was no longer the one I got fired from. And I immediately thought of my word connection. I was like, this is a place where I can put myself in the room where I could meet people. And then all of a sudden I knew that there was somebody there that I had to meet. So I signed up and I put my credit card down. It's an expensive gym. I walked right in and I started working out there again. And turns out I got introduced to somebody that was known as the super connector. And this was my year of connection. So I was like, oh, this super connector guy. I should know this guy. He's a super connector. Maybe he can help me with my business. Maybe I should know this guy that's known as the super connector. And many of you know the story. Many of you know what ended up happening. And I met the super connector. If you want to know more of the story, you can just start following me on social or come to one of my events and hear the story. But we met and we fell in love. And that's us. I've never shown this photo to anybody publicly. This was actually two weeks after we met, we went to a wedding together in Des Moines, Iowa. This is actually an important piece of the best year blueprint because we fell in love pretty much immediately. And, and I went to this wedding together on New Year's Eve, my favorite holiday. And this was a time when I was doing a version of the best year blueprint. And I had written a letter to myself the year before, just like what I told you guys to do. I wrote a letter to my future self and I had the letter with me. And I had just met this guy, Chris. By the way, spoiler alert, just in case you don't know who Chris is, he's my husband now. And this, but we were not husband and wife. We only knew each other for two weeks. And we're at this wedding together. My friend was getting married on January 1st. 
uh, or December 31st on New Year's. And I had this letter with me that I had to read. And so I got super vulnerable. And I was like, listen, I do this weird thing every year where I write myself a letter. I got to read it. I'm going to read it. And I read it out loud. And I was sitting next to him on the bed. And I read this letter. And this is the exact letter. You can't really read my handwriting. It's terrible. But I'm going to read it to you. Dear Jenny, Happy New Year. I'm so proud of you for all you've accomplished this year. I'm sure your incredible man is sitting next to you. So give him a kiss for me. I hope your end of your event was a success. I'm so proud of you for allowing yourself to be open and vulnerable this year. I know that's how you called in the love of your life. And I was sitting next to him on the bed and I read this letter. I had met him two weeks before. Insane. Insane. Now, was this magical? Probably not. But I set the intention. I set the intention the year before that I was going to be open and vulnerable. And that's how I was going to call in the love of my life. Then Chris and I created a company together. I also wrote down lots of times that we were a power couple, that we built a company together. I'm not going to show you all of those, but I wrote all of that down. I was very intentional. We started Super Connector Media. It was, I don't know if it was a coincidence that my word of the year was connection. I don't know still to this day. Maybe, who knows? Then I had another thing that I would write down all the time that I wanted to live in this very specific building. This was my dream home in this building in New York City. And I wrote down in my decision portion of my best year blueprint, I'm so grateful that I'm moving into 200 West or 200 Broadway. And you know that this is real because that's not the actual address. That's what I thought the address was. It was actually 200 West 72nd Street. And I feel pure joy as I look out my windows over 72nd Street. Chris and I ended up getting together, starting our businesses, helping each other build our businesses. We built a lot of revenue that year together. This was not because he was able to pay for me or anything like that. We built something together and we were able to get my dream apartment in that building. And I was able to read my best year blueprint the next year, sitting, looking outside with pure joy out the windows of West 72nd Street in the building that I dreamt of. Now, let's talk about when it doesn't necessarily work the way that you want it to work. In 2020, we all know what happened in 2020, but when we were doing our best year blueprint or our new year's planning strategy, we could have never ever predicted what was about to happen in 2020. But my word of the year in 2020 was creation. I wanted to create, this is what I wrote down, to create something that changes people's lives for the better on a worldwide global scale. I was ready to create some shit. Who else was ready to create in 2020? (laughs) That's what I wanted to do. Yes, but something happened. So our main business, me and Chris's main business was in-person events. We had created in-person events that had created massive changes for people, shifts in people's lives. They were amazing. They were our main revenue generator of our business. I was like, we're going to create amazing events this year. That's what we're going to do. This was our, our business. Here we are. We're great at doing events. And then all of a sudden, my best year blueprint blew up in smoke. Events canceled or postponed because of the coronavirus. And I'm like, oh, I may as well throw away my entire word of the year creation because I'm creating nothing this year. Nothing is being created. I have to sit in my apartment and do absolutely nothing. Who else felt very defeated? And we were scared because our entire business was built around in-person events. What were we going to do? This was a huge moment in time where I learned that things don't always go your way that you can write everything down, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. And we had to pivot and it was time to create something. Little did I know I was going to be creating that year in a bigger way than I ever thought I was going to be creating. Chris and I both together, after we found out that the world was closed, this was like what I felt like every day. Sorry, folks, the world is closed. But we created a virtual event. And who here was on one of these first Be On TV boot camps? This was our first online challenge that we ever created. It was initially called the Beyond TV Challenge, turned into the Beyond TV Bootcamp. Kathy was there. Yep. This was our pivot. This was our creation. And this was one of the most impactful things that we ever created in our business because we still do these challenges to this day and we've become masterful at them. And we created an entire community online. We were doing all kinds of stuff during 2020. If you're part of our world, then you know we help thousands and thousands of people get on TV from their own homes and build their personal brands and create community and connection all from home and create the same impact that we created in-person events, but virtually. And this was new. And so I did stick to my word of the year connection, but it was in no way, shape or form what I thought it was going to be. No way. So then we were on a walk one day when, I think this was like 2021. I'm not quite sure. I think it was 2021 into 2022. And who here has read Be Seen? 
who here's read the book behind me, my book. If you haven't read the book, go grab it. The introduction tells this story that you might be very familiar with the story of the psychic. Uh-huh. And we, me and Chris were walking along and we stopped inside this random psychic. And I've never had a psychic reading before. If you read the book in the introduction, you will read exactly what happened. But basically the only thing that this psychic said to me, and I have a journal where it says it, is you're not being seen. This was before the book Be Seen came out. This was before anything. So this was a big part of my reflection portion of my best year blueprint that year. One thing that I learned, I was like, holy crap, she's right. I'm not being seen. I was not. I was being seen kind of. I was creating all these events and helping other people be seen. And I was, you know, teaching people. We had a, a course called the Be Seen Accelerator. I was teaching people how to do it themselves, but I wasn't doing it. I wasn't letting people in. I wasn't, I was posting photos of myself, but I wasn't posting video. I knew that there was a disconnect. So I decided for that year after my reflection and seeing this psychic and really reflecting on where I, what I needed to move, what I needed to do moving forward, the intentions that I needed to set for the next year is I decided to create my words of the year were content and flexibility in 2022. Content, meaning I was going to double down on content creation. I was going to go crazy creating content. So if you follow me now on social, on Instagram and TikTok, you'll see I, I get great engagement on my posts. I've had a lot of viral posts. I didn't at this time, but I was going to intentionally create so much content and just go for it and truly be seen. So I created my YouTube channel. I got that up and running. I created my TikTok and I doubled down on TikTok and I started really trying to master that platform. Then I started mastering Instagram and I started posting video and I started getting really good at posting video and learning what works and what doesn't and studying the platforms and becoming an expert at these platforms when I wasn't before and showing people who I really was and going live on social media, even though I didn't want to. This is where my get ready with me started happening. A lot of you guys watched this happen. And then I started going viral on Instagram. Talk about being seen. My word of the year was content. I didn't create any specific goals on like how many viral reels I wanted or how many followers I wanted or how much engagement I wanted. None of that. All I said was my word of the year is content and flexibility. So I'm going to be flexible enough to just create on the fly, to allow myself to be seen, to not be so perfect, to not make sure everything matches and it's perfect and matching in the same fonts and colors and filters. I'm just going to allow it to be. That was my goal. That was it. And look at what happened as a result. You still need more proof? You guys want more? Are you guys enjoying this, by the way? Is this inspiring you? I hope it's inspiring you to do this best year blueprint and to really think about it the way that I thought it through. Yes, so inspiring. That's amazing. Great. Love you guys. Here we go. Here's some of the other things that I took photos of when I was reading my journals this yesterday, the day before, and this morning that ended up happening. There were a lot of things that ended up happening, but I didn't take photos of all of them. Some of them were very private, but here's a few. And I know you can't read my handwriting, so I'm going to read it. And maybe Chris was like, you should say today that one of your intentions moving forward or one of your decisions is to improve your handwriting. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I need to. I don't think we really write anymore with our hands. <laughs> but all right, I got a, this is a number. I'm not going to share with you the number. Some of you know it if we've had personal conversations. Thousand, it's a six-figure thousand-dollar uh, book advance from a major publisher. And I love working with them. This was something I wrote down not last year, but I think it was the year before. So this actually took two years to manifest. And I got the exact number, the exact number that I wrote down I got, which is crazy. I think I just planted the seed. That was the number that I wanted. And here's Hay House. I love my publisher. That's Reed Tracy. He's the CEO and founder of Hay House. I got my book deal and you're looking at the book behind me. Be seen. That was something really awesome. Again, it was the answer to the psychic. You're not being seen. And here she is, my beautiful here was something else I wrote down. I want to be on the cover of a magazine. I ended up being on the cover of Strong Fitness Magazine. This was not that year. This was several years after I wrote that down. Again, I want to remind you, it might not happen. You might be planting the seeds towards the thing that you want in that year. You might not get it, but keep in mind, you're planting the seeds to get it, to get paid to speak. I just wanted to get paid to speak. That was my goal. I just want to get paid. I don't care how much. Somebody pay me to speak. I literally wrote this. And now that's my job. Now that's my job. Now I get paid oh, tens of thousands of dollars to speak all the time. And at, at a moment in time, this was just something I just wanted to get paid. Here's to be able to be there for Vivian in a big way. Those of you that don't know this about me, I'm a stepmom. I'm a bonus mom. And when I wrote this down, she was not my stepdaughter yet because we weren't married yet. 
she was just a little girl that I was trying to build a relationship with. And it was difficult for any step parents here. It's difficult to build a relationship with somebody that's not your kid. And it was one of my biggest goals ever. And now Vivian and I have the greatest relationship ever in the world. And at that time when I wrote that down, we didn't. I'm going to be totally honest. It it was really hard work. And this is a photo of when I told her that me and Chris were getting married and she cried and of tears of happiness. And it was a really special moment. And I'm really grateful that I get to share that with you and share some of the best year blueprint working. Yeah. So it was major intention. This was when I got engaged. I read this of the year before. I wrote to have the most beautiful diamond ring on my finger and the most gorgeous loving engagement. I read that the morning I got engaged because I got engaged on my birthday or the day before my birthday. There's me and Chris getting engaged in my favorite place in the world. I also wrote this down years and years before my wedding. So I wrote this one down not like it wasn't in a year that it happened. It was probably four or five years before it happened. And I don't even think I was with Chris. Oh yeah, I was because it says Chris and V. So this was maybe when Chris and I first started dating. We had the most beautiful wedding. My dad walking me down the aisle was more magical than I ever imagined it would be. To see how detailed I am, everyone was healthy and could make it. I felt more beautiful than ever. It was the most wonderful moment for Chris, Vivian, and me. And there's my wedding that happened this last year. And so when I look at my wedding now, honestly, like, I subconsciously created the wedding that was in my mind when I was creating it because I had been thinking about it for so long and it's been in my best year blueprint for so long. Oh, this is about my speaking career. So I I said, I met this person at an event and I'm not going to tell you her name because she's kind of under the radar. And I had wanted her to be my speaker coach and I, she wasn't yet. And I didn't even know if she was taking on clients or she would take me on, but I decided in my best year blueprint, This person is my speaking coach and she's helped me build a keynote and TED Talks, which is what we're working on now. That's put me on the map (laughs) as the best speaker. That's what I wrote down. I was not a speaker yet. I was just wanting to be one. I met this speaker coach that I would pray for that maybe she would work with me at one point in time. And that's me and her working together. We worked together all year last year and created um, the keynote that I now do on stages all over the world. Um, This was how it started, me doing speeches in front of people sitting on the floor. And now I speak at arenas. Again, this was not magical. This was being very intentional and taking action every single year in different intentional ways, learning from the year before and making decisions based on the things that I learned the year before and the things that I decided that I wanted intentionally in these best year blueprints. Then I did become a best speaker because Real Leaders uh, named me one of the top keynote speakers in the world of 2023. I wanted to have my own show. I wrote this down. I thought this was really funny. I wrote this down years ago. I said, I have my own show. Now, please know that I wasn't very, very specific about this. I just had my own show. And now I definitely have my own show. If my get ready with me, that's every morning. And I have my podcast. I I do think that I have my own show now. And I wrote that down. And I want you to be open to thinking about what it is that you want or something so much better that you don't even know exists. This is very important. I wanted to become friends with Gabby Bernstein. I thought this was hilarious. This was years ago. I was just reading her books and I really enjoyed her. And when I thought of things that I wanted to create, I was like, I'd love to be friends with Gabby Bernstein. If you don't know Gabby Bernstein, she's a New York Times bestselling author. And we became friends. There's Gabby. Gabby also wrote the foreword to my book. And then Gabby spoke at our event, Build Your Brand Live, just recently, of which we need to talk about that. Yes. Amazing. Yay. Okay. So here's what I wanted to talk about in depth right now. The overall lesson that I'm learning this year, this is really big, and this is going to lead into my word of the year and my intentions and my decisions for the year. Now, Huberman, I've been listening to a lot. If you don't know Andrew Huberman, he's a PhD. He is a teacher at Stanford University, and he has a great podcast called the Huberman Lab. And I love him because he talks about science and dopamine. And what I've learned from him is that This is a great quote that he he put on Instagram. Dopamine is not about the pursuit of happiness. It's about the happiness of pursuit. And I have learned that so much. He says, so true. Learning to perceive the relationship between anticipation, effort, and reward by paving internal attention to their time and intensity can be immensely valuable towards learning to avoid distractions and unhealthy patterns and for directing our efforts toward truly meaningful pursuits. Dopamine doesn't govern at all, but it's a key player. Now, what this basically means to me is that the true joy is in the anticipation. Because when I look back at all of these things that I've gotten, the joy never happened when I got the thing. I got the thing and it was magical and amazing. But when I look back, whenever I get the thing, I'm always looking at, okay, now what's next, right? Like 
when we got engaged, it was like, oh, I love my ring. I love this engagement. This is really great. Now let's talk about the wedding, right? Or maybe you're on vacation. And the first thing that you're thinking about is, wow, when we come here next year, this is what we're going to do. Or, okay, now I've moved the needle. I've gotten 100,000 subscribers onto my podcast. Now the next step is 150,000 or the next step is a million, whatever that is for you. It's the act of anticipation and having something to work towards is the thing that gives me the most joy and gives me the most happiness. And I understanding the science of this, the importance of anticipation and having something to anticipate and having something to look forward to keep you happy and keep you on top of your goals and keep you excited is something that I'm really leaning into this year. So I am intentionally putting things on my calendar this year to look forward to well out in advance. Trips, masterminds, events. Part of my best year blueprint this year in in my decision section is I'm deciding to put lots of things on the calendar so that I can have a lot of things to anticipate and look forward to because the act of looking forward to things makes me really happy. So how would you guys feel if I gave you some dates that you could be really anticipating and you could be really excited about and you could give yourself a gift of something to look forward to already in 2024 that you know is on the calendar that's going to make you better and get you closer to everything that you want? Would you guys, would you guys like that? Dates? Yes, please. Yes. All right. So. So I want everyone to take out your calendar right now. I want you to do it. Everyone take out your phone. Okay. You have your phones out. I want you to open up your calendar app because you're going to put these dates in your calendar. Okay. All right, here we go. Pull out your calendar. I want you to circle May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Hold them right now on your calendar. I want you to hold them because right now we're putting something on your 2024 calendar right now that you're going to be able to look forward to. You're going to be able to set goals to reach to that moment. You're going to be able to hold yourself accountable to these days that you're going to be getting to. You're already going to have a win for 2024 right now. Are we holding it? We got it. We got it on the calendar. May 17, 18, and 19. I'm in. It's done. That is the date of our next Build Your Brand Live. If you've already signed up, you got your ticket. Now you know the date. If you've already got it, you know the date. That's the date. That's it. Put something on your calendar. Give yourself a holiday gift. Give yourself a New Year's gift to have something to look forward to this year to start implementing everything that you want to create. Are you ready? It's taking place in Atlanta, Georgia at the Omni Hotel Resort. We have not told anybody this yet. This is the first time we're announcing this. Atlanta, it's a hub for every single airport in the country. Super easy flight from everywhere beautiful hotel. It's going to be even more epic and bigger than last time. It is hot, Lana. That is it. We're going to teach you not just how to build your brand. We're going to bring in some of the greatest speakers in the world. We're going to get really clear on what those goals are and those intentions. And we're going to open up space for you to create them so that you don't just have a regular old year so that everything you write down in your best year blueprint is going to come to fruition and you're going to either create it or be on track to create it. If you've gotten your ticket already, amazing. I will see you there. All right, family. Did you guys love that? I hope you all have the happiest new year. I hope that you use this best year blueprint to intentionally create and create what you want, but not necessarily maybe what you want. Maybe it's something even better that you don't even know exists. So I hope you love this. I hope you use it. I hope you step into the new year with excitement and joy, with anticipation, with things on the calendar. All right, family, happy holidays, happy new year. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.